Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you not know where we're at because we are in Psalms? Well, to be fair, we just got done with the other episode because we were running late yesterday. But now we're on time, so why would you even bring it up? Because, I don't know. We're back to where we should be. Brutal honesty, I don't, that's that's all I got. Um, Plus, it gives you the um, chance to mention somebody, like yesterday we just got done reading the last of ASAP. Rocky. ASAP. ASAP, yeah. Why would you do that? I thought you I hated just, it. I was being nice. I was giving you one. You 
brought me chocolate today. I did. And ice cream and cake. And you're letting me say ASAP Rocky instead of ASAP. Mm. Did you cheat on me? No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. You're just always nice. So I don't know why yeah. I'm acting like you're not. <laughs> All right. So yesterday we went over chapters, I think, 82 and 83. That is correct. And we did that because we're starting a series today of connected ones. Yes. So let me tell you a little bit about that before we... Jump you know, into this shit? Yeah. Okay. So today we're doing 84, 85, and 86. Okay. And Psalm 84 begins a group of psalms at the end of book three that um, within the 150 psalms mm-hmm. from this psalm to Psalm 89. Okay. 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 Then yeah. Let me just re say that because the way I copied that was stupid. That was a <laughs> dumb sentence. Okay. It begins a group of psalms at the end of book two, okay? Yeah. So there's six here that we're doing, three today and three Monday. Got and it. And we'll be done with book three of psalms. Okay. Okay. And these psalms attempt to provide hope to the exiled Israelite community, but despite their celebration of the historic traditions of the Jewish people, mm-hmm. they remind the reader, which is, you know, us, right. that... Um, these elements no longer provide quite the hope that they once did. I see. Okay, so these six go together. They're supposed to be joyous and hopeful, but not. Okay. Okay? Yeah. So they go together. Got it. Okay. So we're doing, what was it again? It's uh, 84 through 86 today? Well, yeah, 84, 85, 86 today, which is Friday. And then then 87, 88, and 89 on Monday, we'll finish book three of Psalms. Got it. All right. Ready to hop in? I'm ready to hop in. Let's do this. Okie dokie. Okay. Psalm 84. Okay. For the director of music, according to Gittith. And I finally looked that shit up. Yeah. And it's, we don't know what it means, but it's <laughs> musically related, might be an instrument. Got it. Sure. Okay. okay. Yep. And this is of the sons of Korah, and it is a psalm. Got it. Which we know because it's in psalms. Right. Okay. Yeah. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints. For the courts of the Lord. Mm. My heart and my flesh cry out, ah, for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home. His the eyes spar- on the sparrow. There's, yeah, there's the sparrow's like. Yeah. I, I, no, you know what it reminds me? It reminds me of uh, Game of Thrones. Because mm. they have that whole sparrow religion thing or whatever. Remember, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sparrow or, you know, whatever. Whatever. Yeah. That's too long I don't ago know. now. Whatever. Right? That's just what came to my head. And the swallow, a nest for herself, where she may have her young, a place near your altar. O Lord Almighty, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Salah. Ever. Salah. Salah, bitch. Salah. Okay. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage as they pass through the valley of the shadow of death. Just kidding. As they pass through the valley of Baca. Ah, Baca. Mm-hmm. Good old Baca. You know Baca. They make it a place of springs. My, his tail, his head is made out of rubber. His tail is made out of springs. He's bouncy, trouncy, bouncy, bouncy, bum, 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 bum. You know? 
Yes, I know. But the most wonderful thing about Tiggers is I'm the only one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. So, okay. Happy waters, joyous, yay, God. Mm-hmm. Hear my prayer, O Lord Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob. Salah. Salah. Look upon our shield, O God. Look with favor on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. That's mm. a phrase we we hear often. Like better yeah. a day, one day with you than a thousand Somewhere days else, doing whatever. some other bad thing. Yeah. Whatever. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. So I have always said when I was little that I wanted to work for NASA, even if it just meant being a janitor sweeping their floors. Right. But wouldn't it sound like it would be more impressive if you'd rather be a doorkeeper than dwell in their palaces, not right. their tents, you know? Yeah. I'm just yeah. saying. No, it's true. But keep in mind, these people probably lived a lot in tents. Mm. So maybe okay. there was some like meaning to that. Or I something. guess. I don't know. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing he does withhold from those whose walk is blameless. Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now let's read my notes about Psalm 84. Okay. Longing for God's house starts. How amiable are thy tabernacles. That's that's the that's not what it says in here. No, that's not it, this. Keep in mind, my notes refer to the King James version, but we're not reading from the King James version. Got it. And the reason, just as a reminder, that I always say how the psalm starts again after having just read it, yeah, is because oftentimes these psalms are not, um, they're not. Ref referenced via their psalm number so much as their title, Got which it. is the first line. Okay. So. Plus, I bet there was a lot of people that were really happy to hear the way you said tabernacle again. Oh, yeah. I mean. They probably missed that. I'm sure they did. I know, I know you I did. did not. You did not. <laughs> yeah. So this psalm is a hymn psalm. So like a songa. Yeah. As well as a pilgrimage psalm. Okay. okay? Uh-huh. Since this psalm deals with the place where God lives, its beginning has been used as an inscription on synagogues and churches. And the psalm is sung for dedication ceremonies of buildings and the buildings' anniversaries. Mm, okay. This psalm is part of the Catholic rite of dedication of churches and altars. I see. Right? Originally, the desired place of God meant the temple in Jerusalem. So when they said pilgrimage, it was like you right, know, going right. to that place of God. But guess what it is today in Christian thinking? The Vatican? No. No, it wouldn't be the Vatican. Pla where is the place where God lives? Is, uh, it a, is it a physical place? Heaven? It's heaven. It's identified with eternal life. Oh, okay. You know, because they, they added their own little magic spin. It's funny. In, in, you know, that is funny because God does make a transition from like a physical on earth at the altar type God mm -hmm. to some eth ethereal, Mystical, you know, magical right. sky daddy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's cute. It's really cute. It's cute. Yeah, yeah. That, that's what I would call all this mm -hmm. bullshit going on in our world right now. Mm -hmm. Cute. That, that's my way of downplaying it sarcastically. Yeah. 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 
This psalm could have been written before or after the exile in Babylon, which was about 6th century BCE. It is attributed to the sons of Korah and was compiled by David into the book of Psalms. Got it. Okay, now a few notes. Sir Thomas More, are you familiar with that name and what he wrote? No. Okay, Sir Thomas More is the author of the book Utopia, which was published in 1516. Okay. Have you heard of the book Utopia? That's where the coin, the term was actually coined. Got it. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe not, not. I Just mean, say no. No. Okay. It's it's fine to say no. Right. Okay. So the book Utopia, as he penned it, was, um, he was. Let me tell you about him, and that'll kind of give you an idea of what this book was about. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, he wrote annotations in his Psalter for Psalm eighty four while awaiting execution in the Tower of London. And he was expressing his desire to be able to take part in Christian worship again. Okay. Okay, so Sir Thomas More was an English lawyer, a judge, a social philosopher, an author, a statesman, and a noted Renaissance humanist. Okay. Okay, so he was probably, except for the fact that he was religious-y. Yeah. He was a really cool and forward-thinking guy. Like, he was really smart. Yeah. Okay, but... He um, wrote Utopia as this way of showing what a world would be like with perfect laws and perfect um, social constructs. Yeah. Sure. And um, it was not like when I read it, it was very dry. And like the first half is about like this guy going there. And then the second half is the land itself. Um, it's very dry. It's not like uh, a romantic or, or fun book to read. Sure. But it's not super long either. And it's about um, kind of the idea of would this be a good thing? Were this the way the world was? And the reader's kind of left to answer that question for him or herself. We've kind of toyed with that deal, that uh, same question for yeah. A long time yeah. in, our, in our world. So. Exactly, exactly. But this guy was writing this in 1516. Right. Okay? So that gives you an idea. And the fact that we still use the word utopia thanks to him. Right. Like, that's a big deal. Yeah. Okay? So anyway, he was writing about Psalm 84 while he was awaiting to be executed. Okay. Okay? So I just mentioned that because, you know, it, it's just a point of interest. Sure. Okay? Sure. And then during a raid in October 1944, the Nazi occupiers of the Netherlands attacked the village of Putten, P-U-T-T-E-N. Okay. Um, they took nearly all of its male population to concentration camps from which only a few returned alive. And then when deported, the village men sang Psalm 84. So there's an annual commemoration at that location every October since the war. Yeah. And of course, a choir sings verses of this song. Gotcha. So gotcha. just another little interesting tidbit of info right. about that song. Sure. So not about the song, but about how it's used in our world today or referenced yeah. or seen by others. But moving on, let us read Psalm 85. Okay. Okay. For the director of music of the Sons of Korah. This is a psalm. Psalm. It's a psalm. Got it. You showed favor to your land, O Lord. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. Yeah. You forgave the iniquity of your people and conquered all their sins. Mm. Salah. Conquered all their sins. Salah, No one's saying Salah. 
right? Salah. Salah. Yeah. You said no one's sinning? Apparently, he conquered them all. Yeah. Conquered all the sins. He did it. You set aside all your wrath. He set aside all his wrath. That's a lot of fucking wrath. That was so much wrath. It could not be contained. Right? I think that this is is... hyperbolic. Right. And turned from your fierce anger. He didn't. No. He did not. He's still fiercely angry. Yeah. 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 Restore us again, O God, our Savior, and put away your displeasure toward us. Will you be angry with us forever? Wait, I thought they just said he already did that. Well, now they're now like, they're like, wait, remember you did that. You, could, you did it before. You have, but you like did, based on were, what I've read, he never really did that. He didn't. No, he didn't. They're just like, you were good. Don't forget to be good, God. Have a nice day. Drive safe. Right. Don't forget to not hate us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Will you prolong your anger through all generations? Yes. He will. Yes, he will. Yes. He specifically stated as much. Yeah, I mean. Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? They say he will. Right. He never does. Yeah. He never will. Right. Show us your unfailing love, O Lord, and grant us your salvation. I will listen to what God the Lord will say. He promises peace to his people, his saints. But let them not return to folly. They mm. always do that. Yeah. I mean, to be fair to God, his people sob. <laughs> Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in our land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. You, you did the kiss at the wrong place. Uh, remember this lines, these lines okay, here. All okay, all right, yeah. We'll be referencing them okay, again. Okay, all right. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth, and righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. Apparently, people have been looking for you know, God in all the wrong places, because faithfulness, it, it comes from the, 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 the ground. ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. people, you shouldn't need, need to pray, you need to dig. It's in the fucking ground, guys. Dig through the ditches. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Psalm 85 notes. This is a prayer for God's... 85? Yeah. Yeah, 85. Sorry, just checking myself. This is a prayer for God's mercy on Israel. It is a psalm of returned exiles, and it is a prayer for peace. Okay. It starts, Lord, thou hast been favorable unto thy land. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Psalm 85 is recited to express gratitude. As a prayer for a livelihood and as a prayer for assistance in times of need. Got it. Okay. Yeah. While the superscript attributes this psalm to the sons of Korah, mm-hmm. Christian commentators are undecided about the period in which the psalm was written. And I know I myself am shocked. Are you also shocked? I husband? am not because pretty much every single fucking psalm, they're like, yeah. it was either written in this century or that other century. Maybe. This other century, I'm not really sure. It was written anywhere between the years negative 2000 and positive 2000. Right, it was somewhere in there. Right, right. It definitely wasn't 1985. No, no, not not 1985. No, but I mean, any other but years. But most of the other years are open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we just don't know. It may have been penned at the end of the reign of Saul. Okay. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Maybe. I I just I hate all the guesses. I'm I like, know. why are we guessing at something that nobody knows? Um, I think when they put forth these guesses, they're like based on the way it was written or based on words mentioned 
or based on this line that talks about this place or this event, it makes sense that it could be this time. Sure. So we're just putting it out there to give you like some kind of, this is where we're leaning, but I wouldn't right. even call it like a theory, like gravity or anything like that. Like, right. It's just like, Meh. Yeah. This is our best guess. Currently. Right. Like, I wouldn't even call it a best guess, honestly. I would just say it's a, it could be that. Right. You yeah. Know? Yeah. According to Jewish commentators, the sons of Korah are speaking prophetically about the conclusion of the Babylonian exile. Well, it would matter when it was written then. So, right. It would. You know. <laughs> they pray that God will also return the Jewish people from their current exile and remove his anger from them altogether. Uh, you know. uh, I don't see that. I mean, well, I mean, technically, I guess yeah. maybe that's what Jesus was supposed to do. I don't fucking know. Or something. The image of, oh, this is my favorite bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Or some of my favorite bit. There's two favorite bits. Two favorite bits. Yeah. This is one of them. Okay. The image of kindness and truth, quote unquote, meeting alludes to the inner relationship between Israel's truth and God's righteousness. The imagery of which was a popular theme in artwork from the Middle Ages through the 18th century. And let me tell you a little bit about that. Okay. That artwork always shows them not just kissing, but like tongue in each other. Oh. Like it was some very erotic art. I see. Yeah. I yeah. See. Um, according to the Midrash Telahim. Yeah. Te- te- no, I'm sorry. Tehillim. Sorry. Okay. Um, the land being referred to in this psalm is the land of Israel. That, okay. Right? Yeah. Like, K. Right. But let me just go back to that artwork for a minute. Yeah. Erotic artwork. Yeah. From, from the Middle Ages. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they have these, they're all girls and they're always smooching. I see. Okay? Hot Lips Houlihan had nothing like on these girls chicks. girls on girls? Yeah. Wow. Because they are, you know, righteousness and truth and huh. all kinds of stuff. It's so amazing now, how, how regressive we've become with our right? views on religion since the Middle Ages. <laughs> exactly. Huh? Huh? <laughs> so let's talk about the four virtues. Okay. Yeah. Mercy, truth, righteousness, or justice, and peace. Okay? okay. So mercy, truth, justice, peace. Sure. Those are allegorized as four daughters of God. Okay. Okay. And the use in Christian thought seems to have been inspired by an 11th century Jewish midrash in which truth, justice, mercy, and peace were the four standards of the throne of God. Okay. okay. And I went searching to be like, what the fuck are these chicks about? Yeah. And there's not a lot about them. Just like somebody painted them and it became a thing. Okay. That these four chicks, they dig each other. Um, some In some early writings, like um, authors and stuff that wrote plays or, yeah. you know, books, whatever. Sure. religious book things. Yeah. Um, they would have these guys, these four babes, arguing <laughs> for or against, as angels, for or against the creation of mankind. Okay. Um, like, truth would be like, nah, they're rotten, man. I mean, honestly, if we're just being, you know, straightforward about it, they they suck. Their, their innards are... Are made of evil. Let's just not. I mean, not wrong. Sure. She's not wrong. I mean, but God 
made us though. And then peace is like, no, but you know, there there's a chance they could be good. And then so there's like these but this argument, this I, conversation. Sure, but I'm I'm just throwing this out here. Mm-hmm. God hypothetically, according mm-hmm. to the Bible, mm-hmm. is the creator of humans. Yes. So we are what God made us to be. Mm-hmm. According to the Bible. Right. Yes, but these four angels argued over whether God should do this. And <sighs> God was like, I'm going to make them evil. Discuss amongst yourselves. <laughs> Let me know what you decide. Okay. And so then these four girls were talking about it. And they were like, yes, because goodness and no, because evilness. And I mean, that was basically their whole argument. I just, the only the only way that a God could even make sense in my head with him creating all of this is mm-hmm. that it's just some fucked up little kid mm-hmm. fucking around with his toy set and seeing mm-hmm. how everything works out, you know? Shooting marbles. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I mean... At the end of the first Men in Black. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's just absurd. Like, absurd. If you if you want... God, God could have made a utopia. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it, it's not it's not like... According, you know, according to everything that we read, he's got all the power. Right. Right. But no, instead he creates a place where. That's a mess. It's a mess. And where he's got to kill people all the time and Mm -hmm. judge them and And make them feel bad. And like, what, what is this shit? Yeah. I'm I'm just saying like, your God is a hot mess and needs to get his shit together. Yeah. And I'm not going to be held accountable for that. Just saying. Right. Just saying. All right, Psalm 86. Okay. This is a prayer of David, and that's all it says about that. The yeah, end. okay. okay? Mm-hmm. Hear, O Lord, and answer me, for I am poor and needy. Guard my life, for I am devoted to you. You are my God, save your servant who trusts in you. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I call to you all day long. <laughs> Bring joy to your servant, for to you, O Lord... I lift up my soul. He's calling all day long, except for when he's looking at the chicks over in the baths. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. God, I need that hot babe. <laughs> yeah. You are forgiving and good, oh God. I need to believe that you're forgiving so that I can go ahead and go sin. And right, then right. do my ablutions and be forgiven. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Abounding in love to all who call to you. Except for that one guy who tripped when he was trying to catch the <laughs> ark and make sure he didn't. Uzzah. Uzzah. Justice Uzzah. for Uzzah. Yeah. Hear my prayer, O Lord. Listen to my cry for mercy. In the day of my trouble, I will call to you, for you will answer me. Oh. Will okay. I? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> we will see. I'll show you. Among the gods, plural, gods. there is none like you, O Lord. You know, yeah. of all the of gods, all the gods that, that, you're the that god there are, yeah, yeah, there yeah. there are gods. There are many of them, and you are the biggest, baddest motherfucker out there, right? But that doesn't escape the fact that there are other gods. According to that, yes, yeah, no deeds can compare with yours. All the nations you have made will come and worship before you, O Lord. They won't, though. Right. I'm just saying, they still haven't. They won't. Yeah. They haven't. Yeah. They will bring glory to your name. Nope. For you are great and do marvelous deeds. You alone are God. Teach me your way, O Lord, and I will walk in your truth. Give me an undivided heart that I may fear your name. Fear. Fear. I like being scared. 
it makes me want to buy guns. Right. Yeah. No, and that, you know, it's, it's been, I I think I saw a study once where like religious people slash Republicans, Mm -hmm. I'm not trying, generally speaking, they're Mm -hmm. more, they're, um, their fear portion of their brain is more activated. Yeah, I've seen that study as well. And I, I don't remember. I, I I'm kind of talking out of my ass here, mm-hmm. but I do remember seeing a study like that, and yeah. I was like, that kind of makes sense. That tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that everybody that's a religious person has that, or everybody that's a Republican has that. It's just that, generally speaking, right. You right. Know, so exactly. Yep. Yeah, I saw that, and that definitely tracks. Right. Stereotypically speaking. Well, because the the anger and all that comes from fear. Yes. And fear of the other. It makes a lot more sense when you see it in that light. Mm -hmm. Like the fear aspect of what religion is and what Republican has become. Right. Makes a lot more sense in that light. Okay, and let me just say real quick. It's not that I neg them for being afeared all the time. Because there is a lot of shit to be afraid of. The world is on fire. The ice caps are melting. You know, there's a lot of shit wrong with the world. I would call that concern, though, that requires action. Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not telling you stop being scared. I'm saying be scared of the right things and put down your goddamn gun and be part of the solution. Right. You know, they are afraid of childish things and they react to their fear in childish ways. Yeah. And it's so fucking annoying because they're grown ass adults running around trying to break democracy and <laughs> shoot people and encourage wars. Yeah. Ugh. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry about the politics there. Okay, teach me your way, I'll walk in your truth, give me undivided heart, blah blah blah. Okay, here we are. I will praise you, O Lord my God, with all my heart. I will glorify your name forever. For great is your love toward me. You have delivered me from the depths of the grave. Okay. I don't really understand. I mean, he's not dead yet, so. No. How have you been delivered from the depths of the grave? Because he's not dead yet. He he didn't let uh, Saul kill him multiple times. Okay, I guess. The arrogant are attacking me, oh God. (laughs) I mean, you're arrogant. Fuck off, you know? (laughs) A band of ruthless men seeks my life. Mm. Men without regard for you. But you, O Lord, are a compassionate and gracious God. Slow to anger. Mm, Bullshit. Abounding in love and faithfulness. Bullshit. You can't be both a jealous God and a loving God. You cannot be a God who is angry and quick to... I mean, ask Aaron's sons if he is right? uh, slow to anger. Slow to anger. Ask the guy that picked up sticks on the Sabbath if he's slow to anger. Ask right? Uzzah if he's slow to anger. He's not. He's not fucking slow to anger. He just he just makes snap judgments and kills people all the time. Yeah, and and he can be talked down, you know. I mean, that has happened, but sometimes just, he just he's capricious and right. ridiculous. Yeah, abounding in love and faithfulness. Right. No bullshit. Bullshit. Turn to me and have mercy on me. Grant your strength to your servant and save the son of your maidservant. Give me a sign of your goodness that my enemies may see it and be put to shame. For you, O Lord, have helped me and comforted me. Okay. Okay. Psalm Psalm 86 notes. Sure. Okay. This is a prayer of David for God's continued mercy, which starts, Bow down thine ear, O Lord, hear me. Okay. 
This psalm is the only one attributed to David in Book 3 of Psalms. Huh. Interesting. That's all the notes I have. The that's end. all the notes you have? That's that's like all that's, there was about that? Was like yeah. one, one, that's like one of the most insignificant psalms, apparently, yeah. in the entire fucking Book of Psalms. It's straightforward, They're like, is what Christians would say. You know, it didn't need notes. It's the same thing I've heard about a million times yeah, from David. Exactly. Like, whatever, dude. Ten out of ten. Saul's no chasing notes. you. I get it. And yep. you're fucking wanting God's help. And yay, he maybe helps you sometimes. And whatever. Yeah. Good on you, man. The toddler that I babysit, he's yeah. two. And he walks around all the time because of me now going, whatever, dude. <laughs> when I tell him, let's pick up toys. And he says, no, I don't want to right now. And I say, okay, I'm going to take them away. And he says, whatever, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I'm going to whatever your ass. (laughs) JK, I don't spank. Right, right. So anyways. All right. So that was Psalms chapters 84, 85, and 86. Insignificant 86. Insignificant as fuck 86. Yes. Yeah. And uh, let's see. Today is Friday. Tis true. And we are taking Saturdays off right now. Currently during Psalms. So, probably during Proverbs, if I have to guess. Yeah. Maybe during Song of Solomon. So I that don't know. means what we got is, uh, I think we have a... A Patreon on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we got a Patreon episode probably coming up on Sunday. I will endeavor to get the um, weekly recap out on time You this finally, time. you gave yourself a reminder on your phone, so hopefully yeah. that works for you. Right. Uh, and then we will be back on Monday, hypothetically, going, or no, no, we know. We know. We're going over. For a fact, we're going over Psalms 87, 88, and 89, Which thus will? ending book three of Psalms. All right. Sounds good. We will see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.